You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of the 2023 Dragon Con Report. Uh, we continue our 12th season covering this con we love so much. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it is my pleasure to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting with Jen. Hello. Howdy. Was that one of your dogs I heard, like, right at the end of the theme? Because that was loud. Like, like, I don't, like, no, I don't think so, because I, I shut him out of the room. I can hear one of them <laughs> snoring underneath the door right maybe now. That's, maybe, that's, maybe that's what it was. I, no, I think it was a dragon effect or something, but uh, it was just this loud uh, burp. But uh, anyway, uh, we also have Channing with us. Hey, happy to be back. Hey guys, so uh, so we're in. This is the third episode. We're uh, at past the halfway point, right? Yep, officially. So, so uh, I have to ask, like, how is the cosplay going? <laughs> I, I think I said this last year at this time uh, as well, but I, I'm seriously slacking. Like, moving into a house and remodeling. And uh, building your own tiki bar inside of one of the rooms really puts a, <laughs> a pause on on uh, sewing. Also, having a pneumonia for months yeah. and oh, and man. doing both business and personal taxes that that puts a damper too. But mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. I haven't found the motivation. I have one costume I I can sew. I have the fabric for it. I have another possible idea, but nothing has uh, got me all excited. Just make the tiki bar part of your cosplay. Yeah, well, that is it is every year, quite frankly, <laughs> with all the carpet outfits I've made by now. Uh, yeah, but it would, it would, what that all comes down to is come like July, probably like right in the middle of July. Then I'm going to get the spark of creativity. Then I'm going to be stressed out because I don't know how to finish everything. And all of a sudden, I'm going to go from no costumes to eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's just the way it is <laughs> now now channing do you get like heavy into the cosplay each year i've done a little bit more um sometimes it's just more of a casual closet closet cosplay but yeah each year i've just kind of upped it some so i've got a couple of things in mind for this year um we'll, we'll see what my wife will allow me um to to wear and to have <laughs> oh that's right that's right this is the first time you're going to Dragon Con as a married man. Right, right. Not quite sure what to expect. Um, you know, you know, we'll see. I think it's gonna probably limit some of my cosplay options. I don't think she's gonna let me dress up as a Spartan from the movie to three hundred, which honestly that's probably a good thing. But you know. You could totally back that yeah, yeah, up, yeah, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah. I've got my spray on abs <laughs> ready and everything. <laughs> Well, you can do what little kids, you, you, you know, the joke about little kids leaving the house wearing one thing. Just go out in a trench coat yes. or lots of layers. <laughs> See you later. And then uh, <laughs> take it all off right around the corner. 
<laughs> Don't give me any ideas. <laughs> Well, very cool. We are glad to have you both with us. Of course, Director Faber is working behind the scenes, and of course, Darren is with us in spirit. So. Always. Uh, last month, we took a look at all the host hotels, but there was one hotel that we've neglected to mention, and we're going to oh. correct that error this this month, which is the Drunken Dragon Hotel. So we're going to find all about I found out all about that a little bit later in the show. But first, some announcements. Uh, we are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. There's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. The ESO Network also has a Patreon page. And thank you, patrons, for all your support. We really do appreciate it. Um, welcome to all our viewers on Facebook and YouTube. Hello! Uh, the audio version of our show is still available in all the usual places. Uh, but in addition, uh, you can uh, watch us on YouTube and Facebook, either streaming live like where we're on right now or, you know, at some point later on. Uh, in addition, you can always access past episodes of the DragonCondReport.com. Uh, however you access the show, please like and share, like and share, like and share. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you would like to leave feedback or comment on the show directly, feel free to email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com or reach out to us via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all the all those social medias, not some of the newer ones. <laughs> I, I, we're still not doing the TikTok thing yet. So, But uh, that's why we got Channing in bo- aboard this year. So he's going to handle the TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the Dragon Con Report is an unofficial podcast of the con. We are not and never have been officially connected with Dragon Con. For all official news, we strongly recommend checking out the official site and the social media outlets. And with that said, let's get started with some news and notes. Uh, of course, Dragon Con will return August 31st and September 4th of this year. Memberships are still available and they went up in price. <laughs> they went up in price since we last talked to you. Uh, March 18th was the price increase. They went from 155 to no, sorry, they went to 155. They were 135. Mm-hmm. The next price increase is June 16th, and they haven't said exactly what it's going to be, but it's probably going to be at least twenty dollars. Yeah, the 15 to 20 range. Yeah. Yesterday's uh, price is not today's price. Don't wait. Yeah. <laughs> if you think you're going, yeah. go ahead and get yeah. it. Absolutely. Uh, there's a five dollar surcharge. And memberships are non-refundable and non-transferable. So, uh, so just know that going in. Uh, there was some news. Uh, there's a lot of events that happened over the last, just the last uh, couple of weeks, actually. Uh, the DragonCon official folks had their first town hall, which is always fun. Um, you guys check that out as well? Yes. Gotcha. Um, I try to always watch some- them. Yeah, there's a now this and and of course they had so I had a volunteer meeting. Uh, the track directors met. Um, I think uh, a couple of the superheroes had uh, a couple of superhero events happened over the last couple of weeks as well. The halfway so, to con party happened. Halfway to con party. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. The hair of the, the hair yeah, of the dragon. No, two different things. That's two okay, different gotcha. things. Now gotcha. the halfway to con is when the, the the folks all descend on the Hilton lobby. After the gotcha, uh, it's it's usually timed with that that weekend's volunteer meeting. So, Banhammer Chuck is there. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck is an all star. Yeah, 
Is that that is that an official thing or is it unofficial? It's unofficial. It's it's oh. like the I guess some Dragon Con newbies go, uh, but it's 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 a lot of longtime veterans meet up mm-hmm. and, and like a lot of the locals, but also uh, there's quite a few people from out of state who who come in for it. I mean, Chuck drives in from Tennessee. I know it's not that far, but I think he comes wow. from Tennessee. Yeah. So. Well, there's a lot of folks that come in for the. Uh... Uh, the actual uh, volunteer meeting. Yeah. Um, but for those people who can't attend in person, they do have it available as streaming, which is how I watched it. So uh, if you just go to Dragon Con Volunteer Central, I think uh, is the group on Facebook, you can check out the uh, volunteer. And they are looking, they are looking for volunteers. Always. And almost every department <laughs> yeah. needs volunteers, not just the track rooms. Um, it's amazing to me watching the volunteer meetings uh, like all the d- different departments that come up and ask that, like what they t- say, what they do and what, how, what kind of people they need and all that kind of thing. And it's just amazing. It just keeps going and going and going. And they haven't even gotten to the tracks yet. It's like, there's like 15 or 20 groups inside of dragon con just to make the, make it work mm-hmm. from, from the inside that you never see probably. Yeah. I saw something today. Um, they're looking for volunteers for the dragon con store. Um, so the one at the Marriott, the one at the Sheridan. So yeah, they need them for every little thing. Yeah, and that uh, and they have a lot of perks uh, if you are volunteer. So um, yeah, uh, they 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 definitely take care of their uh, volunteers. I I don't know if I've ever heard anybody talk about having a bad experience as a volunteer. Really, um, so that's pretty cool. Um, like I said, the Dragon Con Superheroes held a couple of events for charity, local charities here around the Atlanta area. There will be a, uh, there will be a charity run on April 30th. Uh, you can find out more details about that, um, on their Dragon Con site as well. Um, they talked a lot about the charity. Of course, Cure Childhood Cancer is the, uh, charity. They, um, last year for, I think it was Open Hand, right? That they, uh, the charity, they, uh, raised over $200,000. Uh, they raised a little over a hundred thousand and then Dragon Con matched that. So it made it over $200,000. And this year, Dragon Con has said that they are committed to matching up to $125,000. So that is, uh, that's, uh, pretty awesome that they are committing even to do more charity work and to raise more money. For charity, there was a couple of logistic things. Looks like the Weston Overlook is going to be one of the places to be uh, this year at uh, Dragon Con. They're moving authors from the Marriott, I think that's where they were, uh, to the uh, the Overlook at the, off the Weston. Uh, I think it's just because the authors want to be closer to the Weston Bar. I was going to say it's it's convenient <laughs> since they meet up there to drink. That's the one that spins, right? No. <laughs> After a while, yeah, it does. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought I actually thought that announcement was really cool because they said they were, you know, there would be events happening at that at the Overlook, um, at least during the daytime, quite mm-hmm. often, where you could have a dedicated spot to go meet the author, get signings, and all that. And I'm sure that's going to be a little bit easier to navigate than trying to find them in the basement of the Marriott. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They are, um, uh, they're going to have the dragon award nominees have signings there as well. 
Um, and uh, I do believe that there will be uh, overnight gaming in the Overlook area as well. Uh, because the regular building three of the gaming area will be closing at 2 a.m. and reopen at 7 a.m. I don't know. That sounds like something they did last year, too. But uh, so, um, but yeah, the Overlook is going to be the place to be. Now, all that room for authors and whatnot uh, it comes at a cost. Uh, there's not going to be a band concourse in the West End anymore. In fact, there's only going to be one band concourse, and that's in the Hyatt outside of the art show. Which means that area is going to be even more packed. <laughs> right. From, yeah. from noon to midnight. Uh, so for 12 hours, there will be bands playing. I think they said they're still going to try to get as many bands as they have played during the day, only they're just going to be in one spot. Well, and I did notice that last year split between the two stages, each band was was paying twice the amount of shows because they would play a show at one stage, then a few hours later be at the other stage. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we can have a mosh pit right outside the art show. (laughs) (laughs) No, or just a bunch of new wave dancing. At least that was us last year watching Vision Video. All of a sudden it was like we were at a Cure concert. (laughs) Uh. The uh, the only other thing I saw at the um, uh, town hall was they've got like tons of swag uh, still uh, the the stores hopping um, you got to jump on a lot of that merchandise because once it's gone it's gone um, and uh, I got a Dragon Con hoodie out of it because they were they uh, they actually had some my size that was, was a like. different one that was available on site uh, yeah. last year so that 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 was the uh the merchandise they created in the off season because most of the things uh, sold out, started selling out the, the morning of the second day. And then by oh, wow. Sunday, it's both the Sunday, the Sheridan store shut down early. Yeah. I heard they that. were, they were, they were out. Goodness gracious. People care about their dragon con swag. Hey, I went, I went and got my stuff when, <laughs> when, when all my friends were picking up their badges on Thursday morning, I went and stood in the line at, at the Sheridan store. Wow. And still had to wait, I think an hour in line. Uh, and they even had, they had two, two spots open. So yeah, everyone, everyone had the same idea. <laughs> 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 but hey, I'm glad I did because things I wanted would have been sold out had I waited. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice problem to have. Yeah, I guess you know that uh, they sell out so quickly that merch just goes so fast. So, um, and I was really nice to see because some of the the things that I tried to get there, they they say that they're my size, but they're not really. So, uh, and that's unfortunate. But this uh, this the the hoodie was pretty nice Wait, so you, i got it just in time for the summer so i don't need it i need to i don't need to wear it for four and five six months do you wait do you ask them to hold up the clothes when you're no <laughs> that's 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 what a lot of girl, gals do we ask them to hold it up there in person oh it's a medium hold it up <laughs> and then you can be like nah that's yeah. not a real medium <laughs> yeah I, I didn't see that i didn't see that option in the store i didn't see that option on the online oh store. yeah not on no, I meant in person. In person. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Trust but verify. Um, <clears throat> yep. Uh, so um, now as far as the volunteer meeting goes, again, they were really like just putting a call out there for needing all the volunteers. They did mention the attendance, of course, 60,000-ish. You know, they're always kind of vague about exact numbers, but 60,000-ish. Plus, 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 plus. Att- <laughs> exactly. Attendees last year. 
They say that they're going to increase it modestly this year. They they do not want to go. They said they do not want to go beyond uh, 2019 numbers. Okay, 2019 was insane though. Yeah. It was. It was. And and they're going to try to get there modestly. They said um, they are. They have a number in mind, but they are not making that public. <laughs> same as last. It's the same as last year. <laughs> yeah, same same as every year. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. Um, now, one of the perks of being a volunteer is that uh, I think last year they had a volunteer village in the Marriott on the 10th floor. Mm-hmm. And supposedly that went so over so well for volunteers to just go and chill out and and hang out for a while um, that they opened a second. They're opening a second one this year. I think, and that's they, opened, be in the West I think they did that last year, actually. The, well, they said it was new. Oh, so I, I could have sworn I, they, they debuted the Weston one last year because the Marriott one has now been there for two years. Okay. Two years? Yeah. Gotcha. If, if not so, longer. I could be, it, it could actually be longer. Yeah, but I could have sworn they – because I seem to remember us announcing mm-hmm. the Weston last year as a volunteer. Yeah, you know what? It sounded, now that you mentioned that, it does sound kind uh, of familiar. Look, yeah, Sarah, Sarah's so. saying it was indeed there okay. last year. So gotcha. I'm not losing my mind. Well, I don't know. They're acting like it's a new thing. So anyway, um, maybe it's bigger or something. Or maybe it's in a different location at the Westin than yeah. it was last maybe, year. Maybe it's part of the Overlook as well. How big is the Overlook <laughs> at the Westin? Like, <laughs> yeah, but you talk about other things happening. But you yeah. talk about volunteering. That's actually a really good perk. Um, just having a spot where you can go and kind of decompress. Yeah, and get get away from all some of that because. Like you say, most of the experiences are good, but every now and then you just kind of need to step away and get a break. And it's also almost like a little volunteer con suite because they yes. have some snacks, they have some refreshments, there's quiet corners and seating. Well, I guess the con suite doesn't have quiet corners and seating, but <laughs> there's food and drinks. <laughs> well, they did say, too, that at certain times they are, are going to make it available for a, a volunteer to bring a guest. Wow. A non-volunteer. Okay. That, but they did say that, new. you know, with the condition that that person will probably be, like, heavily trying to be recruited during uh, the time that they are there. They want you to join the cult. <laughs> they try. Exactly. We're going to get just you one, with donuts. Just one more Dragon Con. It's cult. Dragon Con. Uh, <laughs> is their version of a timeshare pitch? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. I thought of the same thing, Jenny. That's so funny. Um, so, uh, now, in addition to volunteers... They also made an announcement. Rachel also made an announcement I thought was pretty interesting uh, because they don't do this very often, but they are actually looking for a full-time employee. Uh, oh, yeah. I saw that for a communications, website. marketing, branding, guru person. I don't know what they're going to call them exactly, but they're looking for uh, somebody of that ilk. Um, so uh, if you are interested, uh, check out um, – actually, I think they said just go uh, check out the office. Uh, you know, They'll have more information about it. It was also uh, – the job listing is also on the DragonCon website because I went and read the specifications. Oh, nice. I went to read the specifications needed for the position, and it was above my capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> but they do not have very many paid positions at Dragon, full-time paid positions. Nor do they have many openings. For yes. those positions. Yeah. Usually those, yeah, usually those positions are people that have been there for like two, three decades. Yeah, they're, they're not, not going to, yeah, they're not giving that up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it is very rare. Um, 
What else? I think, uh, oh, yeah, um, something else. Uh, they decided to discontinue the film festival. Uh, not the, postponed? Uh, not postponed. Just discontinue. discontinue. Oh. Yeah. So uh, they still have the film track, but they, as Sarah points out, they're still doing the film track, but the film festival will be discontinued. And it sounds like they, they said they made the decision that uh, post pandemic, they're just, they're just not doing it. So I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think I ever <laughs> took part in the film festival, right. like watching it or whatever. So I don't know how vital that is or how many people really invested in that. Well, I, but it, I know a lot of people who go to the screenings, mm-hmm. not, not necessarily the film festival, but you know how they have in the schedule, there's the, the video room mm-hmm. where it's one, one showing movies all day, one showing animation, what, what have you. Oh, I, right, I know right. plenty of people who have, who've gone to those, but I don't know if any of that was ever part of the film track. Yeah, I knew that some people, like uh, friends of mine, wanted to enter the Dragon Con Film Festival, but um, uh, I don't think they actually ever did. So, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, last but not least, uh, Dragon Awards nominations are right now, so you can go to the Dragon Awards site. Uh, nominations will close July nineteenth, uh, and then uh, then they'll, I guess, uh, sort through the nominations, and then they'll issue out like who's nominated and then you can vote after that. Yeah. It was once so. you're registered, they'll send you an email when it's time to vote and you can yep. cast your ballot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every vote. So they uh, have made some changes to the dragon kind of what they've uh, consolidated some awards and moved some things around. So it might look a little different for people uh, this year, uh, but uh, it's still cool. I think it's still a great, great thing that they're doing there for that. I think that was, that was a long time coming when they introduced that. So. Um, so now that, uh, well, wait, let me ask you guys, did you guys, uh, any other news that you guys have found or, uh, discovered on your, your travels over the last few weeks? Yeah, I've been in taxes land, so <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing new taxes in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing new. A taxes lot of the and t- are taxes and, oh, sorry. Yeah, taxes and tiki. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's been my life for the past month or so that's actually not a bad combination if you stop and yeah think about it. very relaxing I, I use the tiki to deal with the taxes <laughs> <laughs> now channing do you um are you into like are you a factor in 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 helping organize some of the shoots that uh go on at uh dragon con and how early does that start? uh some of them are already planning now um they haven't opened up the unofficial schedule for shoot dates so right now people are saying, hey, we do plan on having our shoot this year. Also, if you're interested in doing the Dragon Con Parade, signups for that are open and several of the individual groups are looking for people to march with them. So I know um, the Captain America group, um, the diversity group, they're already saying, hey, if you want to want to march with us, let us know and so they can get you a badge. So it's. It's a snowball effect. It's just starting to get rolling for some of them. That's cool. All right. Yeah. So anybody wants to be involved in that, check out. And also the tracks themselves. I mean, they're, they're, uh, it's not too early to ask about certain programming, mm-hmm. especially if you want to participate. Uh, being Participating on a panel, does, as we've mentioned many times before, does not get you a badge or, or automatically guest status or anything like that. But it is a way that you can partake in, in the con. Yeah. So, um, and even if you don't want to be on the panel, suggesting panel ideas 
almost every track director I know, I should say every track director I know, not almost every track director I know, uh, loves getting feedback. Yeah. Well, so apparently uh, there's that one guy since you, <laughs> there's one guy. I, I thought that one guy wasn't here anymore. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> Um, I know for there have been some uh, there have been some track directors uh, that have left and and some movement there mm-hmm. too. To be honest with you, I didn't recognize the names or anything like that, so I don't know what an impact those that's going to have. But usually the the con's pretty smooth running uh, as far as that yeah. goes. So, uh, but uh, if you're curious about all of that, uh, you can watch the uh, volunteer meeting for yourself. Uh, just go to Dragon Con. I think it's Volunteer Central. And uh, watch, uh, I think Rachel's talking for a little bit over an hour on that one. So, And the town hall meeting is about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the part that I saw, it kind of just jumped right in there. So I don't know if they had some sort of technical glitch or what. But um, So those are all the news and notes. And, of course, now it's time for guest announcements. So, uh, <laughs> Jen and Penning, uh, all right, like... Everybody get there. Everybody loves this so much. So get your drinks ready. Um, and uh, yeah, go. Kurt Anderson is a professional musician and speaker, magician and speaker. Darn it. He has performed across the country, around the world, and on worldwide television. His brand of performance is a fusion of magic, mental feats, and physical stunts that will leave you wondering what is real and what is magic. Samantha Alva is a is an art director working in film and TV. Recent credits include Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Spider-Man No Way Home, Our Flag Means Death, and Westworld. Darren M. Bush is an award-winning science fiction and fantasy short story author. He is the founder and executive producer of Tables of Content, a virtual sci-fi convention. James J. Butcher is an urban fantasy writer and author of Dead Man's Hand, the first book in the Unorthodox Chronicles. He's the son of Jim Butcher, author of The Dresden Files, Codex, Alira, and Cinder Spires. Jessica Cage is an international award-winning and USA Today best-selling author from Chicago, Illinois. She is an independent publisher who focuses on writing strong characters of color in fantasy. Jessica recently signed with Webtoon to produce exclusive content for their new reading app, Yonder. Stage director, public speaker, and singer Kristen Z. Carnes is a senior staffer at ForTheOneRing.net, often seen at events as a panelist for, uh, for The Lord of the Rings, a performer, or interviewing cast members. Carnes brings knowledge of literature, music, theater, and fantasy to all her interactions with fans and celebs. Rita D. Levane is your 2019 Duchess of Funk of the What the Funk All. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it as an acronym. <clears throat> BIPOC Burlesque Festival. Voted Savannah's Best Burlesque Performer in 2020, 2021, 2022, and MX Ohio Burlesque 2022. Delilah S. Dawson is the New York Times best-selling author of Star Wars Phasma and Galaxy's Edge Black Spire. The Violence, the Minecraft Mob Squad series, the Hit series, the Blood series, the Shadow series, written by Lila Bowen, and the Tales of Pale, written by Kevin Hearn. 
Kevin R. Grazier, Ph.D., is a planetary physicist who was on the Cassini mission to Saturn team. He has served as a science advisor for several television series and feature films and is the co-author of the Hollyweird science series of books. Jen L. Gray is a USA Today bestselling author of urban fantasy and paranormal romance. In her stories, you'll find angsty, faded mate stories with tons of action. Clay Griffith, with wife Susan, is the co-author of the Vampire Empire series, The Crown and Key trilogy, and Flash, The Haunting of Barry Allen, and Arrow, A Generation of Vipers. He is a comic book writer for characters such as The Tick and Kolchak, The Night Stalker. Chris Hamer, a.k.a. Urine B-Pop, is a Georgia-based... What's that? Urban Pop. There we go. AKA Urban Pop <laughs> is a Georgia-based artist who paints, draws comics, and envisions the world in a very different way. Thank you. Artist guest of honor Greg Hildebrandt is known for his iconic illustrations, including the original Star Wars movie poster. He has created pieces for comic books, movie posters, children's books, posters, and novels for properties such as Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Marvel, and DC Comics, to name a few. Tini Howard is a comic book writer and swamp witch from the Carolina Wilds. Currently, she writes in the Euthanauts. Euthanauts. Thank you. <laughs> Euthanauts Assassinistas with Gerald Gilbert Hernandez and Hack Slash Resurrection with occasional stories for two of her favorite things, Rick and Morty and WWE. Previous work includes Power Rangers, Pink, and The Skeptics. Dr. Christian Hubicki is a robotics professor and castaway on CBS Survivor, David vs. Goliath. Hubicki's research in controlling walking robots has been honored internationally and featured in media outlets. Dan Jolly has written professionally for 30-plus years in comic books, video games, children books, and novels. He's most well-known for co-creating the Jason Roush incarnation of DC Comics' character Firestorm, co-writing the narrative for the game Dying Light, and scripting the Eisner-nominated graphic novel JSA The Liberty Files. Charles Kelso and Veronica Dashiel are the husband and wife puppetry team of Felt Nerdy. They have been performing together for over 10 years at conventions across the Southeast. Sue Christenweather Chris has been podcasting about sci-fi TV and movies since 2010. Currently, she co-hosts Women at Warp, exploring Star Trek through a feminist lens. Sherilyn Lambert is a professional costume, prop, and puppet builder whose work includes films, The Muppet Christmas Carol, The Patriot, The Hunger Games, TV shows, Dinosaurs, Homeland, Legacies, and live interactive properties such as Star Trek The Experience and Avenue Q. She also currently holds the Guinness World Record for the largest collection of finger puppets. Mark Muir is known worldwide for his work on BioWare's Mass Effect trilogy, voicing Commander Shepard, Devorsha, and more. Other voice credits include... The Baldur's Gate and Dragon Edge series, Hitlander Studios' The Long Dark, Chaos Forge's Jupiter Hell, and Star Wars the Conqueror and WB Games' Gotham Knights. New York Times bestselling author and Dragon Award winner John Jackson Miller has written novels and comics and many universes. Star Trek novels include Strange New Worlds, The High Country. Star Wars works include Kenobi and The Knights of the Old Republic, plus titles Forget Battlestar Galactica, Halo, and Mass Effect. Hugo and Nebula Award-winning author Larry Nevin is a legend in the field of science fiction. Among his many stories and novels are Ringworld and The Magic Goes Away. 
He co-authored such bestsellers as The Moat in God's Eye, Lucifer's Hammer, Footfall, and The Bowl of Heaven novels. Bob Novella is a co-founder of the New England Skeptical Society. He co-hosts the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe podcast and is co-author of its two books. Sean Michael Patton is a costume design veteran and principal for SMP Designs and has designed more than 40 stage productions, eight short films, five features, and numerous media projects. Alan J. Porter is a writer and podcaster. He has over 30 fiction and nonfiction book publishing credits and hundreds of magazine articles on multiple subjects. Literary guest of honor Chelsea Quinn Yarborough has sold over 97 books and 83 shorter works in many genres in her 57-year-long career. She's best known for her St. Germain series of historical horror stories. She writes in a number of genres and under five different pseudonyms. Jim Zub is a writer, artist, and art instructor who has worked for a wide array of publishing, movie, and video game clients, including Marvel, DC Comics, Disney, Capcom, Hasbro, Cartoon Network, and Bandai Namco. He juggles his time between being a freelance comic writer and a professor teaching drawing and storytelling courses in Seneca College's award-winning animation program. Faber, you're getting a little bit nutty over there with the drink button. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies to everyone's livers. Um. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, we decided, I decided to take it easy on everybody. So uh, that is not a complete list of ones that have been announced in the last four weeks. So check out dragoncon.org to see everybody who's uh, listed. Uh, those are uh, ones I either picked at random or uh, people I was really happy to see um, and uh, some friends of the station as well. Uh, so we're really happy that all of those can join us there at Dragon Con. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, and I'm going to let you catch your breaths. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be right back and uh, talk to Sven. Hitchhiker's Guide to Podcasting has this to say about the weekly Earth Station One podcast. Mildly entertaining, not nearly as exciting as the popping of bubble wrap, but slightly better than listening to Vogon poetry. Be mildly entertained by Mike and Mike as they tackle an assortment of geeky topics each week. Check out the Earth Station One podcast and let your inner geek out to play. And uh, yes, as I mentioned before at the top of the show, one hotel we didn't get to uh, in our host hotel uh, tour uh, was the Drunken Dragon Hotel. And here to talk all about that is uh, a good friend, Sven. Hey, Sven, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you guys? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Good with the props. Um, Ben, tell us, I, I'm curious, before we get to talking about the, the Drunken Dragon Hotel, what is your um, sort of history with Dragon Con? What was your first time at Dragon Con? Uh, Dragon Con, maybe seven years, eight years ago, maybe ten years now. Yeah, my 
I was living here since 15 years in America. I moved here from Germany, and my uh, my um, brother-in-law introduced me to it. And uh, he's like, uh-huh. "Oh, you should come." And I was like, "Check it out." I was like, "That's my thing." <laughs> my brother <laughs> told me about that beforehand, <laughs> and uh, since then I never missed it for anything. Uh, so yeah, I really like what. It. Uh- what uh, what specifically uh, is your is your jam at Dragon Con? What do you like to do? That, that only people come there with. Uh, they all have the same thing in mind: having a good time and everybody is nice and uh, watching costumes. If, if you're like being beaten up on a crazy night, just sit there and look at costumes, <laughs> and you can take photos <laughs> of people if you ask nicely. And it's just like everything's so so nice and perfect. It's like incredible. Do you do you do you take part in the cosplay yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first year I played uh, They Live, I made, like, the masks where we looked like uh, from John Carpenter movie, They Live, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they fell apart halfway through Dragon Con. But that's all right. <laughs> it was my first Dragon Con, and then I had, like, a Golden Stormtrooper costume made in shiny gold. Uh, that was uh, that was something. I wore that for, like, a few years. Sometimes I wear it with my buddy together. He has, like, a shiny silver one. And he's like mm. a DJ at DragonCon, and we look like a uh, draft punk together. <laughs> and, oh, that's uh, you! Yeah, I think I might have seen yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very shiny gold stormtrooper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, I might have seen that. Uh, I, I, you, sometimes you don't know if you really see what you see at DragonCon. Yeah, uh, because you, you, yeah, you don't know unless you take a picture of it. It might not have happened really. Right, right. <laughs> and you need the handler who ha- like brings yeah. you around and like you don't hear anything and see anything and you smile under the mask even though you don't have to because people take photos with you. Like, <laughs> like, no one sees you. <laughs> but that's like a, a lot of cosplayers do that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just me, I don't know. So when did you start like sort of saying, "Hey, I, I let's uh, let's see if we can put some merchandise out there and, and start the Drunken Dragon Hotel." I started with the, uh, the the drinking game. First, I think I made a Hawaiian shirt for myself and I posted it uh, accidentally. Yeah, and then we or, all won one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I made a Hawaiian yeah. shirt. Look at that, what I'm wearing for Dragon Con. Because I wanted to have something more lighter uh, than a Stormtrooper. It can be very. And then, like, 300 people wrote me they want a Hawaiian shirt too. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, it's like, yeah, it's, it became a thing now over, I don't know how many years I'm doing that. Jen, do you know what I'm doing? That I don't know. I, I want to say like four, four, yeah. four, possibly five, because possibly five, maybe yeah, with I, the first shirt. I got the first Hawaiian shirt, then I think the next year is when you did the the eighties, yeah, uh-huh. uh, type one, and yeah. uh, oh no, this is the second version of the Hawaiian yeah. shirt. Yeah, it's, so it's, the first it's, one's it's the red one. one. I got that one from. I have the first one from my husband, and then I got the second one. Yeah, I think I have the the green one as well, the one that you're sporting, Jen. Um, and I will say, there's not a day that I wear that that it goes by that somebody doesn't stop me and go, "Where did you get that?" Right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it it is a very coveted item. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of Marriott corporate merchandise out there. Yeah. But man, those shirts, uh, those those are those are something special. Well, I, I'd say a majority of the things he's put out, they're just they're so different than the yeah. other uh, Marriott carpet or yeah. Dragon Con specific mm-hmm. fandom items that, that people create. Yeah. Uh, you, I, I always imagine that you're just like every day, just like writing out a list. Okay. What's the next cult? I can make something of. <laughs> All right. How do I, how do I take this moment that happened at 3am and turn it into something? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, wait until you see the 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 the, the first annual Hilton flooding uh, anniversary <laughs> point. Oh dear. Oh dear. This is gonna be a life vest. Okay. You see like a Titanic uh, half underwater with the Hilton Hotel on top of it. It's gonna be really uh, really cool. All right, you should turn that into a tiki mug. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, uh, well you kind of—I think about a month or so ago, or a couple months ago—you teased on your Instagram a, a Dragon Con tiki mug looking thing, and I was like, "Oh, that—that that has to happen." Yeah, I might have to. How come that? Florida. How come that hasn't happened yet? It's yeah. It's I don't know. It's it's it sounds like a lot of people ordering things, but like I ordered like a hundred swivel sticks and only sold like maybe thirty. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. I don't know. So it's like sometimes you get don't get the quantity. So that's why the T-shirt, the Hawaiian shirt printing, I always have to do it two months in advance. Uh, so I know with all those sizes and different colors, who wants that? I never can pre-order that. I will like have mm-hmm. as I'm laying around. So and with the tiki mug, if I had like, I don't even know how many you need for that. But, uh, well, I wish it, something like that. You go to you go to somebody like Tiki Farm. Yeah, and because yeah. they mm-hmm. do uh, and Mun Tiki as well, they'll. You you get with them and they'll do limited runs like a to make it really special. You do only a hundred and they're numbered. And right. then Tiki Farm produces them for you. Yeah, and yeah. they help sell them. So they take mm-hmm. the burden of being stuck, you know, yeah. with a lot of stuff. Okay. And they and they can uh, if you don't want to design it them yourself, they can help design it. And they have the you know the machinery to make the yep. high quality tiki mugs. So okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's I. Uh... I, I don't know if you can tell, but I, I have a few of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> Just a couple. Um, but, uh, and I'm, uh, I don't think this is a big spoiler or whatever, but I'm, I'm working uh, on uh, having a Tiki Zombie mug as well. So, Sweet. Uh, so I'm looking into that process as well. So, yeah, we can talk, Sven, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, about that. So Yeah, I see um, Derek's mug right there in between the blue and pink one behind you. I have, I have a number of Derek's <laughs> Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Anytime Derek's released a mug, I'm like, I'm buying that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. <laughs> He, uh, he I just checked them out the first time. I never actually knew anything about them, and they look great. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They uh, they're fun. They're fun to collect, but they can it can get a little out of hand. Uh, so, yeah, as any uh, collector can get. Wait, why do you think I'm actually building a tiki bar in a full room in my house? <laughs> it's because of my collection. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Jen, if um, you need a wallpaper? Let me know. I'm going to be <laughs> At least two. At least two. Um, I have to. I, I was sort of curious, and I don't know how much you could talk about this, but does does do you bump heads with anybody at Dragon Con officially? With oh, the, yeah. with what you do, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just real casual with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <for sure. laughs> well. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. Uh, yeah, but, uh, we, we get along very well. It's not the, at least with the carpet stuff, it's not really DragonCon you got to worry about there. It's uh, No, no. But yeah. uh, in, in the beginning, me and DragonCon maybe, uh, they, they advised me to not use their names so much uh, without uh, permission. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, but then uh, uh, after that, I fixed that, and, uh, and now we work together. And I made like I think the third year in a row for them stuff. Mm -hmm. So we have every year like a little collaboration. I made license plates in the beginning and some keychains, and there were like uh, some other things. Last year, I made a very cool hand fan. We had like an, a mm -hmm. dragon yeah. when you like opening the fan. Yeah, it would be I got like a dragon. I got dragon one. Wing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was sold out quick. Yeah. And, um, and you see like the DragonCon logo in the bottom. So it's mm -hmm. it's nice to work with them together. They're like a very nice. Uh, very, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, family and uh, very cool. Yeah, I that's, that's very good. I, I'm glad. I mean, and it does seem like, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I know that DragonCon likes to protect what's theirs. Oh, but I think they're, you know, I see a lot of things. I think they're willing to work with a lot of the artists and stuff. When I go to Artist Alley, there's uh, the DragonCon logo does appear on certain things. Yeah. Some friends of mine did a shirt for them last year, which was gorgeous. Um, so I think they're, they are willing to do some yes. uh, more merchandising. Well, yeah, look at the, the different... What the limited edition items they did with what was it, five different artists last year? Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, that they had available in the in the vendor hall, like the yeah. fabric. Yeah, cool. Totally. No, I think that's they do that great, and uh, I'm really I feel like very honored uh, to to yeah. work with them, and and they're fun to work with. Um, yeah. You got very cool. do you, do you, any any uh, teasers for this year? <laughs> uh, we will have the vending machine. <laughs> I will have with DragonCon, I will have the hand fan for sure, again, a different version. Uh, we're still in, uh, working on, on uh, we, we don't have anything solid yet, what we're going to work with DragonCon official, but uh, I will have uh, that drinking game, what I made, that was basically my first real product, and I right. still have like a hundred of those here. Um, it was a it was a financial disaster <laughs> to, <laughs> to make like a high glossy golden card game. Uh, <laughs> um, still have some, uh, but I will make an extension pack since. Uh, oh, so nice! So, okay. See, so people, well, hey, I, I, I have the original, so I will definitely buy an expansion yeah. pack. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I'm curious. Everything will be uh, Dungeons and Dragon and Star Wars and Tiki theme this year. So a lot of Dungeons and Dragons because that is coming out, and a lot of my friends were uh, bugging me about it. <laughs> uh, we'll have that coming uh, for us we will have uh, instead just a vending machine that was a big hit uh, and it was very yeah. slow and very inconvenient for a lot of people and I had a, a meltdown on a Saturday so I couldn't work uh, so the machine was closed so we have the vending machine and a tent and we will have like I think three, four, or five people working there non-stop uh, and I will stop by there too um, so that's yeah, the new that's thing I was going to ask you about the vending machine because that was that was a really innovative thing that you did last year. It was right outside the vendor hall yeah. or one of the floors anyway. And yeah. like I said, uh, every time I went by there, it was packed. Um, yeah. Even when you weren't there, I think people were just curious and looking at like what was in there. So yeah, uh, it was very cool. Uh, and I'm glad to see that's going to be back. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to see that you're going to have more. Well, you keep saying like we do this, we do that. Is it more than just you? No, it's just me. <laughs> the other people are AI. They're chatbots. Yeah. Maybe he just likes to talk about himself in the plural. Yeah, yeah. Fine. You know, just, well, you know, when you're I, doing so much, sometimes it feels like you're more than one person. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. And I'm not trying to make a business out of it. That's why I have this year. Last year, I thought like, oh, we're going to put a vending machine there. 
oh, cool. Then we just come by at night, fill it up again, and then <laughs> I can lay at the pool and serve a Mai Tai. But, but no, the machine was breaking down every three minutes or someone throws a dollar in and the whole row empties and everything falls down and they get like $1,000 worth of products. Oh my gosh. So it was just a disaster the whole time. Someone had to stand right next to it and open the door all the time and uh, fix things. And um, oh, Murphy, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we we had, we, that was a lot. Yeah. And I had a little, yeah. So this year we need, I need helpers. And, uh, but it's my hobby. I'm trying to keep it as my hobby and I try to have fun with it. Last year, it was not so much fun. Yeah. So this year I'm trying to have more fun again. And yeah, so for working, I do like movie props a lot. And uh, there you have to do like things what they request. It's still fun. I like it. It's a lot yeah. of fun, especially if you see like Samuel Jackson holding uh, yeah. something in the camera, what you just made like two weeks before. And then you see it on the movie, <laughs> like I made that. <laughs> and, uh, the cool. tale, I can just do whatever I want and usually people like it uh, and that's uh, very rewarding and people uh, to see people walking around with the Hawaiian shirts at DragonCon that's very rewarding to see like oh look at that oh cool there and here's a lanyard for me and he's a, she has a shirt and uh, they do whatever you know, well, it's, it's great when you have also when you have your, your meetup at Trader Vic's on Thursday where yeah. everyone yeah. descends all wearing the different yeah yeah, that it feels people united and people come together on Thursdays. And uh, I, I met so many people. I met, uh, uh, yeah, so many people through that. And then you wear a shirt, you sit at breakfast alone, and then someone else sits right next to you uh, or comes to you and sits with a shirt. Um, yeah. So look at that! Look at that! You're getting a lot of love from the comments. <laughs> 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 Benjamin and uh, Meeks, they are right now in, uh, I think, in, uh, in Vietnam. They're riding from Vietnam. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, we're going worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you, so when you look for inspiration, because I, I'm I pretty, this is, Dragon Con's the only con that you kind of do this for, right? There's a lot of yeah. other cons out there, but this is the one that, what is it about Dragon Con that really inspires you to, to do this? Because it does seem like, yeah, I mean, this isn't your like primary business or anything like that. You're doing this because you love Dragon Con, right? Right. It, I mean, it shows in every product that you put out there. Yeah, it's it just uh, I ask a lot of people, what other convention could I go to? Because Dragon Con is once a year, and then yeah, you know, whoever could like is there like a Winter Dragon Con somewhere else? But everywhere like. There's nothing else like Dragon Con. No, Sorry. It's, <laughs> it's like, I went to Star Wars Celebration with my buddy, and uh, we had a very good time, you know, the guy with the uh, Silver Stormtrooper. So uh -huh. uh, I flew it's with Drew. him. Uh... Is that Drew? Yeah, Drew. Yeah, Drew. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I flew with him uh, to Star Wars Celebration, and it was not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Celebration was good before what it is, but it's just not Dragon Con. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, on the flight back, a funny story. On the flight back, uh, the the we were uh, uh, allowed to go to the front and sit with the pilot on a co-pilot and a pilot seat. Not during the flight, but when we were landing, <laughs> and, and you see us both with our helmets on, uh, and sitting in a Delta airplane. And so, I hope that guy didn't get fired for it. Or the... <laughs> you got the picture. That's what matters. <laughs> Selfie time. All right, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, I, I get it because, you know, there's no other, I've been to a lot of other different kind of conventions, but there's no other convention that I would do a show every month for 11, 12 years 
uh, and this will be my, this will be my 30th one in a row that I'm going to this year. So, oh, wow. uh, so yeah, I, I love this show as well. Um, so yeah, we've got a suggestion here. What do you think? Yeah, can you get a unite ATL United color theme Tiki shirt? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be popular. There's a big group of fans that gets together every year just to watch the parade. Uh, some ATL United fans. Yeah. Isn't there usually a, is there a game during con? I seem to remember yeah, yeah, people yeah. Yeah. having a meetup at one of the bars to watch the game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my buddy Murphy, who just wrote, he has like a gauntlet uh, uh, <laughs> in colored, uh, in, in uh, Atlanta United colored, and he went to the game during Grandcon, I think. Uh, with uh, the gauntlet. Uh, and I let him in. <laughs> 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 he snapped the finger and then it was a stadium half empty. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I see what you did there. Uh what uh oh man, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Um as far as suggestions, are you pretty open to suggestions? Do oh, you yeah. get them a lot? All, all the time, yeah, yeah. Someone said, uh, Sven, you should print the uh, uh do not bring drinks to the Hilton uh, sign on, <laughs> on top of a flask, you know, then uh, <laughs> and so that, that was uh, very funny. So yeah, whenever people like write something, it's like usually it, it will be uh, made into something into a product. When do um now the store is 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 it always open? Is there new products that they do, do they debut at certain times of year, certain months? Yeah, I have somewhere a calendar. It's like usually two months before DragonCon, I open the store, or three months before. So soon it will be. I think in like in a month will be reopen. Uh, when I have most of the products in stock, so I can start shipping things. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, usually I close it down uh, for a few months. Sure. To, yeah. uh, to to calibrate and redesign everything and have a fresh start and people getting excited again and it slows also down like after Christmas and take a little break from it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Your, your Christmas this year, you debuted some some great stuff. Yeah, Christmas is like a big thing now too. Christmas come on, what is going on here? Well, hey, you got you got your your con going friend. You're trying to figure out what to buy for him for Christmas. And yeah. then you, you put up the carpet action figure. I was like, oh, that's perfect. My best friend will love that. But then I have to get myself one, too. <laughs> yeah. The carpet it's, action figure. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so good. we have that. That is used carpet. And it says uh, used carpet here. And so I, I got the hand on brand new stock from carpet. Never being touched like a virgin carpet. And uh, so this year will be a version coming out at Virgin Carpet with like a halo. And, and when you open it, you hear like angels singing. It's like never touched. <laughs> Won't be cheap though. <laughs> Versions never are. And uh, yeah, then uh, I made a, a googly eye one for emergency. So you can like crack it open and you have googly eyes on hand, as many as you need. I think there's like a thousand or like 500 in there or something. Wow. Yeah. So we have that and we have Conjon, the action figure. So it's a <laughs> Conjon as a stand up. Uh, and then we have Conjon gone. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing in it because he's gone. Yeah, that, that one really reminds me of the, the, the Star Wars. 
figure that if some fan made a few years ago where it was like Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew, where it was the empty box with just a little bit of ash at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm just curious, outside of the um the the shirts, what would you say is your biggest seller or your most popular item outside of the shirts? I would say pins, yeah. Like would you like uh, enamel pins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they are definitely the the biggest seller. What else do I have? Uh, yeah, the hand fans were at DragonCon, of course, a big seller because it's so hot. No one wanted to buy them before, but then when you're there, you're like, oh my god, I need it. <laughs> the hand fans, uh, coins, uh, really good. Um, yeah, Christmas ornaments, of course, during Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, dresses, dresses. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, Hawaiian shirt. A lady kind of wear a Hawaiian shirt, but uh, like a lot of them wanted also dresses or both. You know, yes. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, that's what I wear. I wanted my skater dress and I wanted yeah. a shirt. Yeah. And everybody like, Sven, we need we need pockets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Upsetting> me. <laughs> Most requested feature: pockets. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. 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 I uh. I think, uh, yeah, I like my Aloha shirts to have like pockets there, so I I I, I appreciate a good pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, at the con itself, you, you know, you got the merchandise and everything like that. You've got uh, the the tiki event that you do on Thursday, right? Yeah. At uh, Trader Vic's. Trader Vic's. Um, how do you usually spend the rest of your con? What do you look forward to doing? Uh, you know, at the con. Uh, I I understand. Last year you were on your first panel. Is that right? Yes, I had my first panel, and uh, I got high anxiety, And uh, but uh, I just went there, did it, and you know what? Now, like, uh, having a, a podcast call with you or whatever, it's, <laughs> I, I feel like it fell all down, and now I'm, um, yeah, I think I'm healed from my scaredness. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody is so nice. You cannot do anything wrong, you know? I mean, you could, theoretically, but it's like... Very- I tell you what, uh, the, the DragonCon crowds, if you're going to make your debut on a panel, uh, you could do a lot worse because uh, they're pretty they're pretty fr- forgiving and friendly for the right. most part. Yeah, no, so, no. Yeah, uh, panels. Um, yeah, I like to hang out at the Marriott pool with my friends. Um, I like to go to see my friends at the... Car bar, but as a secret party, what can I talk about? <laughs> it's not like the Fight Club, you know. It's, uh, you know it or you don't. But uh, I like to hang out there. There's a lot of my friends. Uh, my friend Drew, uh, DJ Sims, uh, he's DJing at like several events at the Bunny Hutch at um, several events, and uh, usually mm-hmm. I hang out with him uh, because I share a room with him every year, mm. or with them, with his wife and uh, with my wife. Um, yeah, so, so, we're so you're probably that. on the same sleep schedules as the DJ then. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, she wouldn't survive. I wake up every morning for oh, yeah. America Smart, but uh, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> so it's, I mean, true. It's a very social event. Uh, do you do you like? Are you interested in going to panels, fan panels, Walk yeah. of Fame, that that kind of area? The parade. Have you ever done the parade? I watch the parade. I want to be in the parade, and I have a very fantastic idea. It is carpet related, but uh, I I feel like I applied like two times for it, and it didn't uh, go through. But uh, I have a very funny idea, and everybody I think will like it. 
<laughs> I, I have to try it again. I, I, as soon as we hang up here later, uh, I will try to get in, into get a slot for that, and I will try to go sleeping early so I can be there in, in a parade. Because so have you funny. have you tried to get in the parade as your own entity or as joining the Marriott Carpet Group? Oh, you can go as your own entity. Well, no, some people have. <laughs> Um, okay. Like the Marriott, no, no, I would like to join the, the carpet group. Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah, the Marriott carpet group, they obviously applied for yeah. a spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're huge. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen plenty of carpet-related cosplays be a part of the other groups too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen them as part of Star Wars, uh, as part of the Over Forty group, because there's yeah. the Over Forty group. So you could also just, if you can't get in the way you want to, see if any of the other groups fit the idea you have yeah 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 over 40 definitely yeah. no yeah <laughs> and I, I, I tell you what the the when i first started going to dragon con i had no idea that that carpet would become as big as it is i mean right. it's 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 the, i think it's the biggest cult at dragon con yeah and oh, yeah. it's 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 more dragon con than it is marriott really mm-hmm. uh, really point, good, yes. i think yeah um, and, uh, you know, the Marriott carpet now will just, just look so <laughs> plain in comparison. Um, <laughs> but it's a pattern that I would imagine, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't want you to give up any secrets or anything, but I would imagine it's hard to get like, or is somebody actually printing that up still? Uh, what do you, well, there's oh, the, the actual carpet the itself. Carpet. The physical item. Yeah. 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 Um, well, like I said, I know a friend who has the original carpet as a virgin, like brand new. And uh, then, uh, yeah, yeah, there's like eBay and Etsy. It's getting less and less for sure mm-hmm. uh, to, to get that uh, Marriott carpet, that original real deal. Yeah, you, you can still find it. I bought some, uh, like a little slice like that. I think that was like $50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a piece like that. And we have a, a eight-foot runner. Yeah. <laughs> carpet which was not well it used to be <laughs> I mean it used to be that you could always tell which cosplay photos were taken at Dragon Con because, because the that, they would be standing yeah because yeah. they would be standing on that carpet so yeah it, I mean the carpet became a thing even before it was a thing yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think the first time I ever saw anybody really use it for cosplay though was the infamous uh, army guys that were camouflaged? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vulpin yeah. uh, uh, props. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Respect to them. That was fantastic. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I, I saw them do that, and I don't know. I think I have a picture, but I'm not sure. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have so many pictures, but, um, but yeah. So it was shortly after that that it was discontinued, and then it just became a, a huge cult. Well, and then there was uh, a then there was a cease and desist, and that made it even more famous, right? Because we all yeah. decided to be rebellious, and we're I given ac- was... we were given access to the high res image of it to print mm-hmm. our own fabric and sew things. And so. I think that was yeah. 2014, the last time they they tried to sue someone over it. I don't know. <laughs> oh really? Now is it the Marriott that's trying to sue or Dragon Con? It's the, or car- it's the carpet. Or, carpet. Yeah. Or oh, gotcha. The, the, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, they say it, it's like their pattern or their design, something like that. Yeah, it's not the carpet company. It is the actual designer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh... Which you you know when it came out, I was like, huh. 
I would never think that that's something you copyright and, yeah. and try to enforce. <laughs> you should be happy and be like that people like love it and worship it. It's like that I know you can become a famous artist if if you let people know, hey, that's my work and you yes. and you endorse it. Like yeah. who else is famous for carpets? He would be a revered figure in the cult of the carpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know who's famous for FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and he embraced, he embraced it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard, yeah. <laughs> He's a good sport about it. Yeah. He's going to be the Grand Marshal in the parade one year. Watch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he needs to sit in that convertible top, yeah. Yeah. I, I cannot keep track of all the cults that now are going on with Dragon Con. Yeah. Um uh, I know of, uh, of course, the FedEx guy. I know of uh, Trashy. Uh, of course, the, um, the, uh, the, the carpet. Uh, 36 eggs. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't have direct knowledge of that one. I've heard it, but I don't know exactly what it's referring to. It's referring to Tony having to feed, bring a bunch of boiled eggs to uh, the artist green room. Guest, yeah. guest green room. <laughs> 36 oh, dozen. Yeah, 36 dozen. <laughs> That's uh that's pretty specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like hazing. <laughs> <laughs> there's also are, are there... there's also a cult of the Dragon Con cult group now. Yep. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Now they're now they're folding in the non yeah, themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cults within cults. Yeah. Yep. There's wow. the there's also the Oh, what is it? No, I'm drawing a blank. I'm not going to sit there and have have a silent brain fart. <laughs> the flooding, the flooding <laughs> yeah. of the Hilton. Oh yeah, there's the flooding oh, yeah. cold now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one will be That's big coming. next year. Yeah. Oh, and uh, no alcohol be- behind beyond this point. Oh. So. Rum bucket is a good one too. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. That was rum bucket. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, if there was, is there anything that you've imagined that you would like to produce, but you just, you know, it's a dream thing to produce? At this point, you just can't do it yet, but someday? I'm very sure it's a it's a dream of me, but I'm very sure this will happen this year. Oh, okay. I'm going to spoiler it here. Okay. There will be, <laughs> I, I'm not saying where and what, but there will be a drunken dragon burger oh. you can buy at DragonCon in one of the hotels, most likely. Wow. Uh, well, if I was going to guess, I'd guess the Hyatt because they like to do a fancy burger every year. But yeah. Okay, so what can you can you say what would be on the burger? Like, uh, what makes it a drunken dragon burger, or or is, is that a secret at this point? I don't know. We have to I, think about it. I have to talk with the chef about it. But bacon, I, I just bacon. It's got that secret <laughs> dragon so- dragon hotel sauce. Yeah, because I like those uh, McDonald's boxes where you can open up and mm-hmm. uh, those mm-hmm. in like a tiki carpet pattern or something cool. Uh, um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So if you had like a burger theme or maybe the Trader Vicks has on Thursday night a drunken dragon cocktail. You know? Hey, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would uh, be cool. With, uh, yeah. with glitter in it. No. Served oh, in a tiki glass. And, and served in a uh, Dragon no. Dragon tiki yeah, mug. Well, there know, we go. You know, I don't know if you want to mix <laughs> tiki mugs with that many drunk people. I Thursday and Friday partook of many Mai Tais on 
the Trader Vic's patio last year. And when I've had a little bit too much drink, I talk with my hands. So my hands start doing this. <laughs> and then at some point, I will be excited and do this. And I just throw my drink down. And it's split. not on purpose. It just flies out of my hand. And I would be horrified if I had an actual ticky book in my hand and that happened. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You get a little bit. you just have strap. to buy another one. Oh, yeah. So it just, it just swings right back around and splashes all over me. A little bungee cord. Yeah. yeah. A little bungee action. That's awesome. Um well, very cool. Well, uh, it's uh, been amazing to have you join us. Uh, at, at, you're doing such great stuff. Um, uh, it's really great to talk to you about it because uh, I've always wondered how this started. Uh, why a why a drunken dragon hotel? Um, is, is it was was that like what was behind that? The idea of just having a hotel like that. I don't know. I, I thought like, how are you going to theme it, and um, you know, how are you, um, uh, how are you going to call it? And I was like, mm -hmm. a lot of people drink during Dragon Con, and there's host hotels. I was trying to find main topics what fits to it to describe, not to say Dragon Con. Uh, so a drunken dragon hotel. There's a, a drunken dragon karate movie. Yeah, the Dragon Dragon. Oh right, yes, yeah. So from that, uh, with uh, all of that together, it came up like that. Uh, so, but also, I'm not trying to um, post too much about alcohol because I'm not trying to have like a lot of people don't drink and uh, yeah. it, I'm oh, not right. trying to push it too hard. But like sometimes, you know, I have a drinking game, but like I'm not. It's not the main topic, the drinking part. It's right. just called like that. Uh, I have a lot of non-alcoholic friends who buy my stuff, even though it's <laughs> <a> drinking. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Well, another thing that I have to commend you for, too, is that when I've ever purchased something from you, you not only get the item, but you put in a lot of extras, a lot of, a lot of love. And I, yeah. Uh, yeah, surprises. And that's that's always fun. Uh, and that's a, that's you just go that extra mile. So oh my God. thank you for that. The little, the little tiny sewing kit in the Dutch butter cookie tin oh. last year. Oh, it was so cool. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was like quarter size, but it was yep. an exact replica <laughs> of that cookie tin, and it had a little sewing kit in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the year before, we had like a whole booklet with an envelope and postcards, and um, yeah, yeah. So let's see what we do this year. I'm like, uh, it's it's like a play playground. It's just having fun, and uh, yeah. Are, are these things that, I mean, are all these items things that you personally craft individually? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Some things I, uh, designing, I do, do myself or uh, like with the dragons, I have like a, 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 draw, a designer who can draw very good uh, things. Mm -hmm. So I send it to him what I want and I make a sketch. It's like terrible uh, how the sketch <laughs> looks like, but he makes it very pretty. And, uh, <laughs> But everything is hand drawn, and I have like maps of Dragon Con hand drawn by a guy who draws uh, uh, maps from uh, 1400s, and then they look like uh, downtown Atlanta with a Marriott and a dragon around it. And so it's like all, uh, all like um, cool handmade stuff from artists uh, who work for me or with me, or uh, but most of it is for myself. Wow, that's it. It's so impressive, so impressive everything that you're doing. So, um, when can folks look forward to seeing new items in the store this year? I would say follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, Drunken Dragon Hotel, 
And then uh, it will be probably opening up in two, two months, less than two months in uh, five, six, seven weeks. Awesome. And then uh, you need to be, if you, you don't need to be very early on, but if you're early on, I have like a limited edition Lego sort of print mm-hmm. and they're like tedious to print. And then I pack them up and they're going to be, we ha- this year we're going to have like a vending machine. Um, mm-hmm. We have, ah, I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, we have a Tiki uh, figure, Lego figure with a Tiki mm-hmm. mask. Uh, oh, nice. 50 of those. Oh, um, plus uh, on his, uh, on, on your site, you often show uh, behind the scenes videos of you printing up the items and stuff. Yeah. I always thought that's really cool. Yeah. 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 With my uh, super cool printers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Mapped framed. Uh, that's very cool. Well, and for me, you know, the, the, the perfect mix mashup of Dragon Con and Tiki. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just, that's just me all over. So yeah, it's, yeah. you, you speak my language. <laughs> <laughs> So, people. I didn't know there was so much ticky people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. They, well, they also, Atlanta has a very large ticky convention in January. So, they do. Yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. Uh, I, I was there just a couple months ago. Like it was, yeah. It's, it's fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun last year, or this past year, because uh, mm-hmm. I went to the one uh, a couple months ago. And it's, uh, yeah. And it's the tiki community year is pretty good. Uh, yeah. We've got. A number of tiki bars in the Atlanta area, so yep. um, that's pretty solid. And of course, you know, center of it all is Trader Vic's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as that's still open, yeah. uh, and you know, people, um, you know, I encourage people, anybody who goes to, to Dragon Con, to try to get in, try to go to Trader Vic's if you have not ever done it before. Uh, certainly on the off hours of Dragon Con, I would definitely recommend checking out Trader Vic's. There's, there's so, no off hours. They don't open till 530. No, but I mean, if you, uh, <laughs> if, like outside of Dragon Con, oh, like, okay. you know, other times of the year. The off, uh, the off uh, days of Dragon Con. It's, yeah, it's a lot, like, it's a lot quieter uh, and uh, it's a different experience sometimes. Right, <laughs> right. Um, right. Uh, Tuesdays. Tuesdays, um, they have live music. Every Tuesday, they have oh, live yes. music. Yes. And my yes. time is called $6. Oh wow! Yeah, it used to be Thursdays. Now it's Tuesdays. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, they. I think they recently came under new management or something because I think they changed the menu a little bit yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, brought back some things too. So I haven't checked it out uh, this year yet. So I'm, I'm eager to go back there. But um, we just like last year, the the Trader Vic's that was in London closed yeah. because the yeah. uh, folks in there just decided that it wasn't worth it. So mm-hmm. you just never know when these things could happen. So I, I yeah. definitely encourage people to check out because it's, yeah. I think it's the oldest Trader Vix that's around now. I think it's yeah, the yeah. oldest one. So. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how it. old the one in California is. Yeah. There Emory, was, Emoryville. I mean, obviously the original is gone. Yeah. There's the, uh, the Emeryville location. Right. And the, right. the Santa Rosa location's only been open about two years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. They used to be all over the place. Yeah. They used to be in Chicago. Hey, we used to have one in Houston. Used to have one in Dallas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All my Hawaiian shirts, what I um, buy, sometimes I like just order the wrong size for people. And then it's very frustrating for them because I get, but anyway, long story short, (laughs) all the shirts I have left over, I donate to the two guys or to the whole staff of Trader Vicks. So when you go Uh like on a random Tuesday now, you see them dancing around there behind the bar with uh, our tiki shirts. Uh, oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> Very cool. 
Excellent. Giving back. Giving back to the <laughs> community. So. Thanks for putting up with uh, us, Gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. It's really uh, great to have you on the show and find out about uh, all that stuff. And look, I mean, look, wow, Tiki Drinks rule. Why, That's hey, Monk's, Monk's Meadery. Hey, your, your yeah. Dragon Con Cider rules. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, that, that seems like a mashup that might be able to happen, right? At some point, like mead in a tiki mug, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Or, me, or mead and drunken dragon. Yeah. I would yeah. love to design there a can next year. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think, uh, thanks again. I think it's time to draw a close to this episode yeah. of the 2023 Dragon Con Report. Thanks so much for everybody out there watching, listening, interacting with us. We got a lot of great comments, a lot of fun folks uh, showed up. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, Sven, thank you so much again. Uh, where can people find uh, your, the Drunken Dragon Hotel stuff online? Yeah, the best is uh, to follow on Facebook or Instagram um, to like get updates when we reopen. We only open for like a short time and you have to order them two months or a month, two months before DragonCon because the time for most of the things uh, to be produced and tailored each shirt is tailored for each person and um but if you don't want that we have also like hundreds of other things now where it's like it's got really big drunkendragonhotel.com all right all yeah. right we'll have a link in our show notes for the people so they can just click on that uh yeah. big step big shout out to our station crew of course uh channing thank you so much always a pleasure where can people go find you online? Um, I'm on the Twitter and the Instagram uh, at Channing Sherman. So just first name and last name. And look for my group on Facebook. We're just called the Black Geeks of Dragon Con. Unofficial group promoting diversity at the con. Just one little slice of it. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you, Jen. Always oh, a pleasure. I guess you could say I'm the one who promotes partying at dragon con as you can find me over in the uh, dragon parties meetups and more group on facebook and uh, also the blurred nerds podcast right here on the eso network absolutely absolutely and thank you director faber for working your magic behind the scenes really appreciate you um we uh <laughs> <laughs> we uh we try to cover all we can with these episodes, but to keep up with the latest news, please check the official DragonCon website, all their social media outlets. Uh, they're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. A lot of time the announcements uh, are there first uh, before we get a hold of them, but uh, we try to summarize all we can. Um, all the fan tracks are also available, are active on Facebook and various social media, so um, uh, be sure to check them out as well. We are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a cool tea public store filled with all kinds of stuff uh very cool design for the dragon con report podcast uh, check that out there's a link for that in this episode's show notes or you can just go to the eso network page esonetwork.com and go to the top and click the link it'll take you right there there's also a link for that for our patron page so thank you patrons for our support we really really do appreciate you guys uh real um, quick real real quick gordon Absolutely. I uh, also just want to say that uh, coming to the ESO t-shirt shop is going to be a new t-shirt in honor of Darren. Yes, yes. And that is going to charity. Very good. Uh, it's going to uh, one of Darren's uh, beloved charities, uh, Lost and Found Youth in Atlanta, uh, that uh, really focuses on helping uh, support uh, um, LGBT uh, youth 
that uh, for various reasons need assistance. Let's put it that way. Um, we're going to have a link to that in our show notes from now on too. Um, I'm also working on a uh, project as well that will uh, honor him as well. And uh, more on that a little bit later, I think. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, that's, he's constantly in our minds. And uh, yeah, like we said before, this whole season, this whole show from now on is devoted to him. Whether you're watching or listening to us, please help support our show with a like and a share. Uh, also, uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you would like to leave direct feedback to us, uh, you can email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. You can also reach out to us either as part of the Dragon Con Report or individually as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all that stuff, too. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. And as always, it's been my pleasure. Take care. Stay safe. We look forward to seeing you all in 2023 at the con. broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.